0: Chris Rock drops the original Netflix live comedy special. We're witnessing history. What's up? It's Flowbo Voices, This is Flowbo on Netflix. And frankly, I wasn't planning on doing an episode until later on this month. I got one more on the pipe. So, thank you so much for rocking with me. But this was a very special presentation that I want to talk to you in a technical. Artistic level. So, before I continue, I just want to say thank you so much for checking out this podcast. This one, Flip mm-hmm. Observer Netflix, is available worldwide and it's so much fun to see where different countries uh, check the podcast out. And this is not a typical review show. I don't do good or bad. My thing is telling you who is is for. And well, Chris Rock, for a long time, was for everyone. See, my backstory is that I'm a comedian myself. And when I was a kid, back when there was only Six comedy specials to be had that was televised. Chris Rock was the first comedian that came to mind with such things. When a new Chris Rock special used to drop back then on the powerhouse HBO, it was like an event. It was Saturday night. It was at 10 o'clock. It was a big deal. Uh, and everyone talked about what they talked about, uh, talked about what he talked about, excuse me, on class the next Monday. Now, I didn't have cable. So all of my information and insight was secondhand, but I can't put that aside. Of how much comedy has changed In fact, as someone that is still Technically a comedian, even though I am Kind of dormant, and if you don't believe me You can Google my name, Global Voice Into your favorite Spotify or Apple Podcast machine to see some of my Albums at all It was a cool idea Netflix has established itself as like the king of comedy. We say Netflix special instead of HBO special in the industry and out. And some of the heavy hitters have had their latest specials there. In fact, for a long time, I had this show split for on of Netflix where most people got the movies and TV shows where those on Patreon got the comedy specials. And with the ending of my Patreon, I'm putting some of the specials on here. But Chris Rock is in the class of his own. Uh, the torchbearer for a lot of us, a comedians of color, especially in my case, we're from the same hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Whatever he did, he moved. It'd be cool to see. And there was a lot going on that we really didn't get a perspective on because this is the first comedy special selective outrage since the pandemic. So there was a whole idea of how he's going to take on changing of politics or perspectives. And of course, that infamous slap he received from one of my childhood heroes, Will Smith. So let's get into it from the art level. It is pretty cool. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it a lot more than Tambourine, which was his last special. that came out about five years ago, if you can believe that. Tambourine was really more of an insight to the, the deterioration of his relationship and some other things as well. So it came from a place of hurt. Uh, this one here. Was came from a pace of defiance because I think for most people last year, uh, they remembered Chris Rock hosting the Oscars and getting that slap from Will Smith and they wondered what was going to be. Was he going to come out here and complain? Was he going to make the whole show about that person? And he didn't for 60 minutes of this 70 minute special. It's almost like it didn't exist, which is a sign of a master craftsman. Now, Chris Rock, much like his contemporary Seinfeld. If you could believe their contemporaries, is someone that actually writes pretty detailed material and practices it over and over again. And um, if you went on tour, you, on the Blackout tour or anything like that, you probably uh, have heard about some of these segments being aired otherwise. Going on tour with Chappelle, another controversial figure. This is months and months and months of crafts. And it takes me back to when I was doing my own special, American For Now, the second one, which is almost also about five years old at this point. Uh, it was a situation of coming with the hour, practicing it, tweaking things, slotting things around. It really is a more fluid thing. And it, Chris Rock is so natural, sometimes you wonder whether or not he's even rehearsed it at all until there's certain issues where he like flubs the line because it's a live presentation or if he messes up a joke where he says, ah, oh, I messed up the joke. It was pretty cool to see Uh, someone as crisp as a legend on that level do that as far as the jokes i did not find myself belly laughing all that much But from an entertainment standpoint It wasn't slow, it didn't drag, it didn't slog There was so much cool insight uh, From someone who started off modest And worked their way up to being rich By his own estimation And actually being able to pay that forward To his children, so that To me was pretty cool, And I think that is um, A nice full circle moment If you're from an age, like I am My mid-30s, going from The old school comedy world of Six specials a year, from any All comedians to this proliferation. Of everyone getting a special to the point where things aren't special anymore. This was a masterstroke from Netflix with the Wing and Ling subscription numbers and other people popping up doing comedy specials because, frankly, comedy specials are the cheapest forms of film. They're very cheap to make a couple thousand dollars is a nice venue and you're good to go or i mean that was a couple thousand but i won't say it won't take 30 or 40 million to make a comedy album or comedy special uh netflix had to do something to put them back on the map and this is kind of cool now i hope that opens up the avenue to have that kind of like dual lane system where the heavy hitters of comedy will have these live shows during the week or on Saturdays and make them event television uh, and then have like the normal specials like the comedians of the world for people on the rise. And so things won't get too muddied, but that opens up things for Netflix sports or Netflix, uh, I don't know, presidential inaugurations, Netflix news, who knows? The possibilities are endless. Gotta do something different, to justify taking $16 from your bank account every month. And I have two accounts because my mom is on one as well. So I'm I'm, I'm doubly getting hit. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Either way, selective outrage does have tinges of the old man syndrome, especially in comedy. Things are too sensitive. I don't understand these kind of things or these processes of these people. But at the end of the day, there is an earnestness that's truly um, one perspective. And it may be seen as brave by today's standards. But I got to give anyone props who's willing to have a perspective and double down on it, whether or not I'm offended or not. I can always almost remove myself uh, from a situation. Some comics are that way, but I didn't particularly felt offended by anything that uh, Chris Rock said uh, in his material. Uh, It may be some triggering moments for if you are sensitive to uh, the plight of transgender people here in in the United States or wherever you're listening to. Uh, That's the only part where I was kind of squeamish myself. But I not enough to stop the bus, if that makes any any sense. Uh, selective Outrage, one of the better specials Chris Rock has done in years. I'm not sure if it's the best. I still think Bigger and Blacker is pretty much a, a comedy uh, set piece. It should be in the Smithsonian if it's not already. But if you're thinking about running down the discography, you'll probably put that in the, co- the first conversation. Oh, yeah, Bigger and Blacker, Never Scared, Selective Outrage, the other ones. <laughs> so it's a good thing to be able to do that so late in your career. This is Flobo Thought on Netflix. I have super quick, a bonus episode of that because Netflix dropped its first live special. Let me know what you think. If there's anything you want me to review, whether it's TV shows, movies, or more, you let me know by hitting me up at Flobo Voice on Twitter. Catch you later.